probably recognize Omi from his massive, massive hit called Cheerleader. The song has over one billion streams, which is insane. And it's the most Shazam song of all time. So talk about a legacy. Omi tells us about growing up in Jamaica and how he got into music. His dad was a musician. He talked to us about being discovered by the specialist in Jamaica, who is a huge record producer. Writing and releasing the song Cheerleader in 2012, but it wasn't until much later that the song really started to blow up after it was remixed. Not being at all in the public eye growing up, he talked about how overwhelming it was to have a song do what it did and the massive success, obviously, of Cheerleader. What he's been up to over the past year and a half during this whole quarantine and all about his brand new song, which is called Crazy With Somebody. You can watch our interview with Omi and his amazing background. He's in such a rad space. He's got this beautiful wooden wall and his gold plaques and platinum records up there. Uh, but you can watch that on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Omi. This is about your journey in music, and we'll talk about Crazy with somebody as well. Of course. Awesome, awesome. So first off, tell me, born and raised in Jamaica, what was that like? Yeah, born and raised in Jamaica. Um, it's, it's, it's everything that you see on TV, <laughs> you know, and more. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a good vibe. It's just a mixture of, you know, people and culture and... Um, you know the, the hardships and and everything that makes me unique and uh everything that makes me you know who i am like mm -hmm. my very dna you know so I'm, I'm i'm very appreciative of my my journey and and my my bringing my environment and my experiences in jamaica mm -hmm. and, and your father was a musician as well is that how you got yeah. into music yeah pretty much he was my first intro introduction you know uh and 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 influenced you know my interest in music and um and of course the other icons were from jamaica you know i was predisposed to music you know having some of the greatest artists and musicians of course uh, out of jamaica <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah. was pretty pretty you know easy what what did your what was your father did he was he a songwriter singer songwriter Sing, or? singer yeah singer songwriter um you know he had songs he, he had recorded um, quite a number of songs, but he never got that big break. You know, it's, it's one of them stories. He passed away at a young age of 42. You know, at the time I was nine years old, you know, so now I feel like, I feel like I'm not just, I'm not just doing it for me. You know, I feel like it, it, he is involved still and he plays such a big part. I love that. Yeah, I would imagine that. That was obviously very, very difficult, I'm sure. And did that kind of help you? Did you use music as a way to kind of cope with that or? Yeah, um, somewhat. It makes me, it, it made me feel closer to him mm -hmm. in a sense, you know, because it was, it was similar in, interest uh, shared. So it made me feel a lot closer to him. Um, as well, I, as I realized it's a passion. It's also mm -hmm. a passion of mine because music um, to me has to be a passion. It takes a lot of time. It takes patience, you know, to break into music and to to have 
to still maintain that love and appreciation for music, even after trying for years and not getting that big break. Mm -hmm. a lot of sure. I mean, even with, with your song, it took a while. I mean, you put the song yeah. out when two, 2008 and really 2012. Yeah. Oh, 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, definitely. Prime example. So it, 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 you know what I'm talking, I know what I'm talking about. I lived, I lived that moment of, 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 you know, wondering when, when is it going to be, of course, sure. you know, we're in a, we're in such a um, technologically advanced uh, age mm -hmm. where it's so much easier to get your content out, out sure. you know, and, and to, to a wider audience and become an overnight superstar. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, have a TikTok hit. Yeah, TikTok <laughs> right. Hit, you know, so it's, it's a lot easier now. Right, right, right. Well, I'm curious to know, like, what was the first instrument you learned how to play? Uh, the piano. Really? What? How old are you when you learn piano? Um, probably in my late twenties. Self. -taught. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it, it was basically self-taught, and it was through. This is what happened. So when I um when I met Clifton Specialist Dylan, mm -hmm. I um you know he had uh he he basically gave me a studio. Wow. You know, <laughs> he basically <laughs> um yeah he basically created a studio space for me. And we had all this equipment there. And I realized that every time that I had an idea, I had to be calling, you know, calling people to come and uh, lay down background vocals for me or, or to come and play some instruments or, you know, so what I did was, and, and I wasn't always able to get in touch or, or, or reach these people, mm -hmm. you know? So what I did was I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to learn this. You know, if I'm going to be a musician, if I'm going to be, and then I realize I'm a, I'm a songwriter. As a songwriter, it, it always helps to, you know, play an instrument. Mm -hmm. So it helps with the creative process. So that's what I did. I started learning the system. I started um, learning how to, how to, you know, turn the system on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. Like just, just learning how to turn it on, um, you know, do what my session uh, how to start putting down uh, sounds and, you know, how sounds work and, and eventually how to, how to start playing the instruments and, and, and even laying down my own background vocals. Mm -hmm. And, and it, be, it became an addiction for me. You know, I was there eight, every morning, 8 a.m. It's like, it's like a job, you know, I treated mm -hmm. it as a job, you know, I was there just trying to learn more. And, and, and that was my biggest motivation. Was it in your twenties when you met Clifton? Cause you got signed to a label in Jamaica, right? A yeah. while back. I, I, a while back. Yeah, definitely. I met, I met, um, specialist back in 2009. Okay. So we so met you had in 2009. Cause you, from what I read, you went to school in Jamaica and then you moved to to new york correct uh no that that's i, I don't know who created that story oh no. it's not it's fabricated no, story I yeah, wow i, I never the internet got me again man <laughs> man i'm telling you new york um if if you read my tag it says uh, you got to keep me below a certain temperature you know what i mean new york is much too cold okay uh, <laughs> for me, man. yeah i read that you got like 15 moved to new york yeah i can't i can't do new york man <laughs> I can I can do Miami. I love that. Yeah, I can, I can I do know. Miami. Yeah, nothing against New York. I can do Miami. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's not even a part of it. So tell me, so you went to school. What? How long were you in Jamaica for then? Um. So I, but I used to, I used to travel to the Cayman Islands. At one point, I lived in Grand Cayman with my dad and my mom. Okay. And um, you know, I was, I was, I was always back and forth, you know, from the Cayman Islands to um to Jamaica. But um, I was mostly in Jamaica. I started traveling to the states, you know, after my big break. Okay, so I need to just get rid of all that information now. That's so none of that's even going to be relevant to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, when did because you you got signed to the deal in two thousand nine? You said, and how did you? How yeah. were you discovered? Was it just going there and trying to get your name out? Yeah, you it out was songs? actually um, it was it, it was actually a situation where Mister Mister Dylan he works with the um uh, with the ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, he is yeah so so i used to record with this underground studio and the guys there they they uh i don't know one of their teachers or something from their school was associated with that group you know the the ministry and 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 mm-hmm. he introduced them to mr dylan uh who is a specialist you heard me made made mention of mm-hmm. and you know he was like da 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 i got a group of guys you know they're so talented you know, they have a lot of good music and a lot of talented people in their circle. You know, you might want to check them out. Now, Clifton Specialist Dylan, just to give you a little background on him, he is um, uh, the manager for Shabarangs, you know, Queen Patra and all these great, you know, dancehall giants from uh, from the 80s and 90s, you know. So um, you got Kimani Marley has worked with so many people. Um, Richie Stevens. Uh, <laughs> The names go on, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, when they, when they, when he introduced them to the guys, and they played all these other artists uh, for him, and you know they they had good material, but he said he didn't hear what he was looking for. You know, when he was leaving, he was like, um, "So I have this other guy, but um, he's he's away in training right now, so you know I don't have anything for him. I just have something on my phone." Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, go ahead. Let me hear it. And as soon as he heard my voice, he was like, I want to meet him. I want to meet that. (laughs) Yeah. The meeting was over. They were walking out, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's the guy I want to meet. That voice. That's, that's who I want to meet. And they they organized the meeting. We, you know, we met specialists actually took me outside and it was like, I want to hear you sing that line that I heard in the studio. And I did it. And it was like, okay, yeah, you sound just like the record. <laughs> he wanted to make sure it was you. He wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, he wanted to make sure, but you know, it's a beautiful story, uh, which I'm sure he's going to tell from his perspective, you know, it's going to be in his book. So I won't give away too much, but it's such a beautiful story. And I can't wait for the world to really hear it. You know, it's so inspiring. I'm sure it's going to inspire a lot of people as well. That's incredible. And the first song was was the first single you released called Standing on All Threes? The first, that was one of the first, okay. yeah. Yeah, so I think we released about three songs prior to me being signed to Ultra. Okay. Um, and Standing on All Threes was, was one of them. Is that what got the, what, what attracted the attention? From the cheerleader from the get-go was the one that stood out. Okay. So that, yeah, that was already a record. And yeah, that was already like, you know, because I saw like, you know, way before there were, there were TikTok videos and so forth. There were children 
and, and so many people. And when, when you see children being so influenced by, by, by your music or your material, you know that it's going to be a hit because children are usually very truthful. Very right, young. right, right. Of course. You know, so we saw these people doing like their own, vi- their, their own visuals, their own rendition of the song, you know, from Hawaii and so many different countries. And we're like, yo, this, this is going to be something. How so, are people finding the song? Do you remember? Yeah, because we made a we 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 made a video. There's an original video to Cheerleader with um with a different version, like a, a mm-hmm. different. It was a different beat. It was like a beat that's indigenous to Jamaica. It was more like a ska kind of okay. vibe. Yeah. So they they um they were doing their own dance routines and yo that 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 told us a lot about the potential of the song. Mm-hmm. So when, when Ultra came on board and then all this greatness started happening, we were like, yo, it, it just breathed a whole new life into it, you know, mm-hmm. after after two, three years, you know, passed. And then, yeah. And when it got the remix done, and they, got the remix, right. that's when it really like really blew up. Do you like, Definitely. do you remember how that kind of came about? Like, I mean, they obviously were pushing it, but. Yeah, you look but, at the song. I mean, it's number one in like ten countries, and it's done billion, yeah, there, billion there, there, streams. Like that blows my mind. <laughs> it, it, it surpassed a lot of um, a lot of reason. <laughs> like, wow, you know where where did this where did this come from? It was it was a phenomenon in a, in a lot of people's mind. You know, mm-hmm. so it, as I said before, it was a good song to begin with, right? And 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 this is. You know a record. You know how record labels work too. You know, I mean, if if it's not already like something that people are gonna mess with, then they're not gonna mess with it either. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's a business. I get it. Right, you know, of course. There's no hard feelings, you know. So yeah, so it obviously does really well. They you're signed to the label and you put out another. I mean, Hula Hoop was still a huge hit for you too. Hula Hoop was was still a a, a huge hit. You know, wonderful um, follow up to a cheerleader and and for me i get asked this question a lot um you know how do i try to follow a song as big as cheerleader the the idea behind that is you don't Mm -hmm. you don't you don't really i'm i'm a creative person and that's what i do music is what i do you know so my job is not to try and compete with myself sure (laughs) try to you know try to outdo my first where my my job is just to put out music that is going to inspire people and bring joy and happiness to people or music that is going to stir a mood Mm -hmm. basically i'm an entertainer that's what it is right you don't see denzel washington out there trying to make a movie better than training day (laughs) right he's not competing with training day right he's just out there making movies that 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 will inspire that will spark a different idea that will inspire different you know, uh, concept, a different group of people or whatever, you know, I love that response. That's a great, that's a great way to look at it as far as like yeah. Denzel Washington isn't trying to remake training day, you know, yeah, you're yeah, going to, you're going to make art and you're going to make music no matter what the next no record what. does. Yeah. You know, and because the, how funny is it that the songs or the material that you think are going to take off, are, are, are sometimes the ones that don't really make the cut and the ones that you discard or you put, you put as you, the ideas you, you, you fold up and throw in the trash is probably the one <laughs> that, you know, that really blow up. Connects, right. blow up and connects with people. So it's a very tricky playing field. 
was it overwhelming to see that song kind of explode the way it did? I mean, were you being pulled in different directions as far as like, no, we need you to play the show and you're going to do a big tour. And like, I'm sure that was probably. Yeah, that was it. That was it for me. And it was a lot to take in, you know, based on the fact that I didn't I, I wasn't a child star. Right. You know, I didn't grow up in, in, in the limelight. I didn't grow up into, you know, all this publicity and, and, and stuff. In fact, that's totally contrary to who I am as a person. I'm, I'm very, to this day, I'm very um, private, very reserved, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, so I appreciate the fact that I'm not just an, a, 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 you know, a performer, but I'm an art, I'm an artiste. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist. I, I create. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm perfectly fine, whichever, whichever way, you know, if I have to be beyond the curtains, if I have to be up front, it doesn't matter. I, I do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, I, that must not coming from that world as like, like you said, a child star. And now they're, you're just being pushed out into the public eye. I could imagine I that being, even if you're introverted, it's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, what? Of course. this is a lot. Nerve wracking. And, 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 but the thing is, I've, I have a lot of people around me that are very grounded and very honest and people who I respect greatly because they show me so much respect, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not, I have a very, I, and when I get asked this question, like, you know, the advice that I would give. That's to, usually you know, my last question. <laughs> yeah, That's the awesome. advice that I would give. When I get asked this, I'm, I always try to incorporate that in my answer, you know, uh-huh. just always make sure you have people around you that are grounded mm-hmm. you're not looking for yes men or yes women you need people who are grounded who are honest people who you respect and people who are going to give you solid advice because they have experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and moving on i mean from from that you obviously have put out a bunch of a bunch of other records and have done very very well um i'm yeah. curious to know where you were when like the world shut down in 2019 2020 and how that aside from everyone's inside now you can't go out and play shows and i'm sure that's yeah. probably a big part of your, your yeah, life I was actually, um i was actually back in jamaica um you know i was close to my family so that kind of eased a lot of the pressure i don't know what i would have done if i was you know like uh in the u.s or somewhere else in the world and, and not being able to go home mm-hmm. um i also used the time to discover a lot of other you know talents and passions about myself and and um, last year was just a whole reset for everybody, you know, just some, just mm-hmm. to take some time out to reconnect with yourself and, 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 and the people who matters in your life. Mm-hmm. Were you able to work on, I mean, obviously you put out a record not too long ago with crazy with somebody, yeah, were you able we were to, always, were you working yeah. throughout the whole thing? Throughout the whole thing. I was working, I was um, in the lab, you know, just mixing and, and putting in, and, putting content together because I know at, at some point the world's going to open up again. Sure. Was it difficult to stay inspired or not so much? Um, not so much. I mean, for me, when you, of course, when you travel a lot, you, 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 you're more inspired. Right. Or you should be more inspired because you get to meet so many different people, different culture, and, and, and just even the scenery sometimes, you know, help and inspire inspiring an artist but um for me i just had to channel it from another source you know being grounded mm-hmm. yeah and i mean over the course of the, the the in the midst of the pandemic i should say what was it you you got this crazy achievement where 
not only does your video hit a one billion streams, which is just like I can't even. Can you even wrap your head around how that's Man, like what a thousand millions? As a solo, <laughs> like, as a solo as a solo artist, you know, it's not it's not even a collaboration between you and another artist because you know when you got two artists on a on a on a, on a project, then you got your fan base. I got my fan base, and it's like, you know, we create we we create the audience. You sure. Know, that, there's that two involved. different spectrums yeah. of people that are getting no, yeah, exposed so to the song. It, it does, when you look at it, really, it does mean a lot. You know, as a solo artist, it says a lot. We must oh, yeah. have done something right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'd say. And not only that, it's what the most searched song, most Shazam song of all time. Man, listen, <laughs> all, these, all these titles and, you know, first <laughs> and most. Right. When you hear first and most and you're like, yo, this is something that is going to go down in history among um, some of the other great songs that, that have gone and songs to come, you know? Oh, yeah. and, and, and that to me as an artist is a, is a lot more important than quantity. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? It, it's, mm-hmm. it's something that is always going to be remembered for all time. Yeah. You've, that is you've what created like a legacy, right? It's something that will never yeah. Years upon years and years and years down the line from now, people are going to be playing and yeah. <laughs> appreciating cheerleader. Definitely. Definitely. Do you think it got a new life too with TikTok? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, all these platforms that, that were created, they're, they're, they really help um, creative people, you know, mm-hmm. with, with content, whether you are an, an actor or, or a musician, whatever the content is, as long as it's around entertainment, all these platforms that, are, that, that were created, that have been created in today's day and age, they really help us out. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in a, during a pandemic when there's not a lot of live performances or appearances being made. Sure. Yeah, TikTok really exploded over the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like now everyone's got nothing to do except for make videos of themselves, like dancing Man, around. Man, listen, you might even <laughs> you might even discover like other facets of your 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 uh, your talent. You mm-hmm. probably didn't know you you were such a good comic, or you were funny, or you you had such an appeal. You know, so it it does uh, help people to discover new 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 abilities. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. The whole like behind the curtain look, I think became it's like this voyeuristic thing people have. And even like this, I think it's so cool that, you know, we're having this conversation and people are are, are, are fans of yours. are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's what his house looks like. He's got this beautiful wall with some records on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like no one else Definitely. would know what what uh, what your house looks like if it wasn't for for conversations that we're having like this. But yeah. Um, you said you're in the in the lab a lot and in, in, in the studio a lot over the course of the past year and a half. Yeah. Um, tell me about this brand new song that you put out. So uh, crazy with somebody. I just I just find it. Oh, it's pouring outside. <laughs> it was sunny <laughs> just a minute ago. It was oh. it was like beautiful just a minute ago. This is Florida for you. Oh, okay, um, you're in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was beautiful outside. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna take these off. Now it's like all gloomy. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, be, this song, I think, is such a great summer vibe. I think it's basically targeted <laughs> um, the summer. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think a lot of people are looking forward to that, you know, based on the fact that Cheerleader was such a, a huge summer song. You know, oh, so yeah. people are looking, a, a lot of my fans are looking forward to me, you know, coming out with something related to, to the summer vibe. And I think this song pretty much captured that, yeah. 
I totally agree with you. And uh, now that stuff's opening up too, I think it's a perfect song for the the mood. Like maybe something like you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I want everybody to check and check them out. We've been putting out uh, quite a few songs. You know, Uh uh, my fans they are very honest. They're like, "Yo, why you ain't putting out um, new songs and new content?" You know, but my, my you know I work very closely with my label in making these decisions about you know what what we put out. And when we put them out, so mm-hmm. it's not just on me, people. <laughs> Collective effort. Yeah, for sure. What about an EP or a record? Are you just, or do you have more um, just singles yeah, in the, in the I've works? I've been working on in the pipeline. I've been working on quite a few few things independently. You know, just ideas that I have, and I love the fact that I'm I'm with a label that I'm. I don't feel restricted in terms of you know my creativity, my creative input. Mm-hmm. um you know so I've, I've just been working on quite a few few uh you know materials independently and ideas that i want to put together as as you know whatever it is whether it be an ep or an album or something mm-hmm. you know but i'm just putting these down just laying these down and, and and stacking them up i love it i love it and thank you so much Omi, for 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 hanging out with me today i really appreciate it my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, I do have one more, that last question for you. If you have any advice for aspiring artists, I know you touched on it. <laughs> I touched on it, but yeah, it goes, it, 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 there is more. Of course, humility is one. I, you know, I can't stress enough how humility pays off in the, in the long run because all, all this other bullshit, if I can say that on your program, you can, you it, can say whatever you want. It, 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 it goes away pretty soon it wears off pretty quickly, you know, because people's attention span is so short. People's attention span is so short. They move on to the next in, 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 a, in a few seconds. And if you start on that note where you always got to be clout chasing or you always got to be clowning to, to keep people's attention, then you're just going to keep, keep on until your, your relevance just die out and there's nothing left. There's no legacy and you will go out as that, a clown. So you got to be, if you're serious about remaining in the entertainment business and, and, and it could be in whatever capacity, as I said before, I'm an artist, but I'm also a creative person. So I might be behind the curtains, putting in a lot of work and having my name attached to a lot of projects being, you know, put out there and you read down there in a the fine print there, there's my name. I'm a part of that, you know, and whatever the accomplishment that that brings forth, I will be a part of that and that will be a part of my legacy. I don't have to always be on the screen. I don't always have to all, you know, be in the public eye and, and shit. I can live my life as a normal person while enjoying the of my legacy. I'll leave you on that.